Hello, kings and queens. You're listening to Affirmations of Excellence, an offering of personal devotions to fuel your week. I am your guide, Ariel Ellis, and I'm so excited to create a space of encouragement and inspiration for each of you. The person who lives a life of excellence is one who is willing to do and to dare. As living souls made in God's image, we are not called to mediocrity. We are called to excellence. Excellence is the result of a prosperous, well-lived, and fulfilled life. And this podcast is for those who sense a royal calling on your life. Those who are learning to hear God's voice and clarity and need motivation for the assignment. And who want to live out his calling with excellence. Each week, we'll explore themes of everyday life and talk through ways to escape mediocrity and find true fulfillment. We're kicking off season two of the Affirmations of Excellence podcast. In the midst of a global pandemic, I took a break. I needed one and didn't know it. I wasn't stressed or overwhelmed, but like many of you, the abrupt order to socially distance and isolate caused me to pause. It's times like these that force us to reflect in the silence and recognize the space that we're in. This is a new season that requires us to respond to a shift, a major one. And in this time, it meant that I offer you all episodes that affirm you as kings and queens who are entering, learning, and understanding a new normal, whatever that might mean to you. For season two, I'm introducing a new series called Seasons and Shifts. This next installment of episodes will feature leading voices in spiritual development and personal growth. When one season is up and another one begins, life can get uncertain. And when a shift comes about, we have to be equipped to navigate the change. In this exciting series, our guests will share their insights on important topics that position us to expect the extraordinary in new seasons and pursue excellence in the midst of a shift. I'll be sharing my two cents to kick us off. And of course, we'll end each episode in meditation time with affirmations of excellence you can take along with you. So let's dive in. Kings and Queens, be sure to rate, share, and subscribe as you listen today. And to support this podcast, visit my page on anchor.fm and click support. But wait, I have a surprise for you. To accompany this new installment of the podcast, I've curated a personal playlist on Spotify, a list of songs that all fit the theme of seasons and shifts. Just go to Spotify and type in seasons and shifts and press play. Music is one of my love languages and it keeps me centered. This playlist is made to do just that. Go to Spotify and search for seasons and shifts to access the playlist. I love it, and I hope you do too. Have you ever found yourself feeling like something is about to happen in your life, and you begin wondering, what is God doing? I have asked that question so many times, mainly because I felt like some kind of shift was headed my way. I even said, I wonder what God is doing to loved ones while sharing the details of an unknown outcome especially right now at this very moment, it's because I'm really perplexed. I want to know what he's up to. Is this season I'm presently in going to move forward victoriously or topple over in turmoil? Will it end soon or will it last longer? Does God want me to stop or go? Will this happen or will that happen? I'm just wondering. Our minds are in a constant state of wonder and we just don't know what will be the result of a moment or a series of moments. What are they leading to? 
Where are they directing us from? And how will they unfold? You're either wondering with the expression of admiration and and amazement about what you perceive God might be doing, or you're wondering with a feeling of curiosity and concern about what you perceive God might be doing. I'm just wondering. We wonder because that's the way God made us. We are these remarkable creatures eager to learn, know, and do whatever will bring us answers, new information that we can use for decision-making and problem-solving, new experiences that we can classify as answered prayers or recent realities, new situations that we could use for growth and development. We like certainty and we can generally only accept change if it has extreme benefits and promises to add to our happiness and make our lives easier. And when life moves in ways that don't bring us the answers we feel like we needed or wanted, well, that's when the wondering starts to become a season of its own. There are many hours, days, months, and years that make up a season. And between each season is a shift, a distinct period of time where we can see signals and signs of the seasons changing. This perception of life and time creates an acute awareness of things, such as the continuous cycle of the four seasons, but it also makes us aware of the ebb and flow of ideas, the ups and downs of feelings and emotions, the perpetual movement of cycles and routines, and the constant repetition of weather patterns. All these things add to the development of the concept that each season is introduced by a shift, a shift in temperature, a shift in daylight, a shift in attire, a shift in activities, a shift in timing, winter, spring, summer, and fall. Every season has to shift into a beginning and every season has to shift into an end. And sometimes the beginning and the end overlap and collide into the same season. The many metaphors of nature and faith can parallel the physical seasons to the ones we notice happening in our lives. I have had seasons of exceptional blessings and favor. And I've had seasons of extreme trials and trauma. I can only guess that you have too. It's just a part of life for us all. It's the human experience. And the shift, when it moves us from one season to the next, should not be taken for granted. The way seasons shift in the natural sense is very similar to the way they shift in our lives. Spring is truly a time of new beginnings, a time of love, joy, and growth. We are hopeful and optimistic It's a time of transitioning out of what could have been a harsh winter that felt like it would never end and the shifting into a new season that you were longing to see. In spring, we have an open heart and mind. In summer, we are lighthearted and hopeful. In fall, we show endurance and fortitude. And in winter, we have peace and perseverance. Just think, if there was no winter, we would never appreciate the bright colors and the crisp breeze. In spring, without spring, we wouldn't have a shift to prepare us for the blazing heat and the fun fortune of summer. If there was no summer, we wouldn't have a chance to prepare for the new routines for us by fall. And without fall, we would never be prepared for the winds of winter. We recently watched the seasons change from winter to spring and soon summer will come. And because of the cultural shift we're experiencing with the coronavirus, our lives felt different than we generally would expect them to with what would usually be the delightful expectation of spring. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and spring felt like one of the coldest, rainiest ever, when generally spring can be as clear and as warm as summer. The seasons definitely gave us weather we weren't typically accustomed to based on history, 
expectations and timing. And that's very similar to the things we use to measure and determine the seasons of our lives. Based on history, we can recall past experiences and patterns as confirmations of what's about to happen. Based on expectations, we look at indications and evidence to show us a sign of what's coming. Based on timing, we sequence schedules and scripts to line up with what we believe is ahead. This change of seasons always bring about hope and promise. We prepare to capitalize on whatever the new season brings and seize the momentum it introduces. We've seen seasons change before, time and time again, over and over, so we know what to expect when they come. But this time, due to a global pandemic that has slowed us down and completely impacted the normal way we'd be doing life, we're experiencing seasons in brand new ways. And who knows, maybe we'll continue to going forward. Our world has turned upside down. The rhythms and routines of our daily lives are disrupted and everyone has been affected. For coaches and athletes, seasons have ended abruptly. Many workers and parents' lives have been thrown into confusion and dismay. When we're facing difficult times and major setbacks, we wonder what is happening? Why is it happening? And when will it end? We want answers and we don't know where to get them. Every season has importance in our lives and we can't explain it away or make sense of what's happening. You may have lost your job. You may have lost your business. You may be upside down in your home or underwater in your investments. You may have had a great year planned only to have everything stalled. You may have no idea what's next. And you're wondering what's really going on. The only thing you're prepared to do is endure. Endure this season you're in until it shifts. What season are you in? Does it feel like a season of hope or despair? Is your character being tested or refined in the shift? Is the true nature of your heart coming to light in the shift? How are you managing this period of the unknown while wondering what's next or what's ahead? Take a second to think about it. Kings and queens, everything is beautiful in its season. Isn't that a joyful thought to ponder? The shifts of season keep us wondering in a place of hope and it revives our sense of anticipation. Though many of us could be wondering in the shadows of sorrow and doubt, we still have much to look forward to. We are not permitted to live in a perennial spring or a ceaseless summer, but there's new openness happening in our lives when God shifts the seasons. Whether the season ahead is filled with trouble or bubbling over with joy, because he is always at hand, stirring up the endless possibilities and making good on promises just for you. If you're wondering about the next season or the shift it might bring, here are three things I want you to remember. One, talking to people about your season or your shift should not replace your communication to God. Unfortunately, sometimes wondering will make you do that. You'll reach for the closest human to toss around the issues of life with because like you, they too are naturally curious beings who want but don't have infinite answers. You'll talk to everyone but God. Don't get me wrong. It's fine to share great moments and ponder over the difficult ones with those who are close to you, but you shouldn't spend a lot of time overanalyzing or over obsessing the details of your life. Our loved ones have wisdom, comfort, encouragement, and insight to give, but they are not God. You can even ask them to pray for you without sharing a significant amount of information, but know that God is the only one who can do anything about your wandering. Make this a priority particularly when you are in a season of wondering. 
Hold off on discussing the details of your season with others until you have talked to God about it first. God will give you clarity and he will show you exactly who to talk to. You don't need the noise of other people's thoughts or opinions in your head to add to your wondering. The Bible tells us that there is safety in the multitude of counsel, but he wants us to start and end with him and not humans. Two, trying to do things your way or even overdoing things should not replace what God is doing. We'll talk about waiting and working in the next two episodes, but we have to remember that while we're wondering, that it's in our quietness and our faith that we find strength. Your wondering should be productive. It should open up thoughts and ideas. And it highlights things about your life that you like, things that you want to improve or correct or conjure up blessings that you may have overlooked. Wondering either with prideful joy or restless anxiety, it can make you do things you would normally do. It can make you rely on your strength if the answers aren't coming fast enough. It can make you take matters into your own hands if the outcomes aren't looking like what you desire. It can make you feel proud of your results that you take all the credit. It can make you celebrate the good times to the point of overindulgence and self-centeredness. Now with all of those, I personally learned my lesson on doing things my way because I am not God. I do not have the final say over my life. And whenever I tried to run the show, Let's just say it didn't turn out too well for me in the long run. Let your wondering put you in a place of positive reinforcement, trusting that whatever God does and whenever he does it, it will be for your absolute good. Three, trying to fill up your life with stuff to satisfy the season or distract you from the shift can never replace God's presence. When you are wondering about the next season or the shift that is coming, You may attempt to find things to keep you occupied mentally or emotionally. In fact, the focus on the season or what you are anticipating in the shift could be the center of your wondering, like the new job, the expecting baby, the wedding date, the surgery, the test results, or the degree. We are so caught in the suspense, the prediction, or the expectation that we become busybodies. And forget all about God and staying close to him. We cannot fill up our lives with a bunch of stuff and expect it to satisfy us like the presence of God does. The wondering will have you reaching for idols and substitutes. It will have you paying attention to interferences and interruptions. It will have you buying and binging. It will have you seeking false pleasures and temptations. When all the while, God wants you in reflection, in submission, and in preparation. Four. Trying to talk to God about your season will not replace trusting him in your season. This is a good one. Sometimes we pray and pray and pray and we still let wondering keep us holding on to the issue. We should pray often as much as possible. But without trust, the wondering never stops. We can't see our faith at work because we're still wondering. I told you wondering can be great. If in the process, it reinforces good thoughts and healthy habits. But sometimes you can wander yourself into a ditch of worry. In the shift or the season, we can let wonder turn into worry. And instead of praying and fully trusting, we just end up rehashing the problem over and over again. Or if we're caught up in the excitement of the wonder, we can forget to thank God in our prayers and exclude expressing gratitude for what he's already given. Then our trust becomes one-sided if we trust him in the good times and not in the bad ones. If I trust that my season is coming or that a rough shifting process is about to come, no matter the issue, 
I should lay it all at the feet of Jesus. When you pray as an act of faith, you have left your heart's desires and wanderings with the only person who can give you the answers. When God is initiating a significant shift in our lives, several things will happen. Your wandering will become a peaceful asset in the process. He will begin to allow you to bond with him and others in new ways. When God is initiating a shift, something supernatural starts to happen. The natural order of things will overturn. The more drastic the shift, the more radical the experience. In the wandering, you'll gain new words of knowledge, new strength you didn't know you had, new dimensions you hadn't reached until this point. While wandering, you may notice your faith growing, your endurance building, and your character improving. Your circumstances might not be changing right away, but you are changing. No one season is better or worse than the others because in each season, we can learn to lean on God more and more, which then leads to an abundance of blessings. Here's one basic thing you can count on while you're wondering. You were made for a purpose. You were made on purpose. You were made with purpose. You are not a mistake. This season is not a mistake. This shift is not a mistake. None of what you have experienced will be wasted. Kings and queens, it's time to grasp the truth that nothing is ever meant to stay the same. We are a blessed people with many opportunities and many possibilities in the seasons ahead. I've had some tough seasons and some major shifts that have come up in my life. And I anticipate that the remainder of my life will be filled with many more. I welcome that. I look forward to the challenge. In the patterns of life, our wandering should be filled with hope. Even in the worst of circumstances, we must know that the more understanding we have about how to handle the uncertainty of wondering, the more we will gain the confidence to rest in God's love as we wait for him to move in our lives. Now that we've considered the seasons and the shifts of our lives in wondering, let's pursue these affirmations for the week. Say this with me. My thoughts about the unknown are surrendered to God. I will not let my wondering turn into worrying. God is not limited to my circumstances or my expectations. I welcome the season ahead with hope, joy, and peace. Through faith, I will navigate this shift with grace. I will trust the process. Kings and Queens, may you be fully equipped to master excellence in the world this week. Go be excellent. And don't forget your crowns.